Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter forty-two, famine and fear. Famine again. Famine, no food. Jacob and his sons are in a very bad situation. A situation their forefathers have also faced. This seems to be a common thread in this family. Every generation has faced a famine. Number one, Abraham faced a famine, and he went to Egypt, where he lied about his wife Sarah, causing a big problem. Number two, Isaac faced a famine. God told Isaac to not go to Egypt. Isaac went to Gerar, but when he was there, he lied about his wife. Another problem. Number three, Jacob faces a famine. He sends his sons to Egypt. We might think, how odd! Every generation faced a famine. Fortunately, most of us will never face a famine, but we do face problems in our everyday lives. When these difficulties come up, we shouldn't think they're strange. Actually, difficulties, conflicts, and problems are all a part of normal life. Jesus said we would face many trials, and we would grow in the trials. It is in the difficult problems of life we grow and learn to trust more in God, and it is usually in the difficult times we spiritually mature. We become more like Jesus. James chapter one verses two to four. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work, so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What is the positive result of trials, according to James chapter one verses two to four? For those facing trials due to their faith in Jesus. We are encouraged to rejoice. First Peter chapter four verses twelve to fourteen. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory. And of God rests on you. Jacob's famine, food for the family. Genesis chapter forty-two verses one and two. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, "Why do you just keep looking at each other?" He continued, "I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us, so that we may live and not die." Now it is time for Jacob to face his famine. He is an old man. He cannot go out and get the food, so he looks to his sons. In the face of the famine, what are his sons doing? Nothing. 
We don't know why they're not doing anything, but we see Jacob is a little annoyed with them. Why do you just keep looking at each other? The sons are not facing the problem. They're not acting to keep their families alive. They are just looking at each other. Why do you think they're not doing anything? They seem to be stuck. Maybe we'll find out. Ten Brothers to Egypt Genesis chapter 42, verses 3 to 8 Then ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with the others, because he was afraid that harm might come to him. So Israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain, for there was famine in the land of Canaan also. Now Joseph was the governor of the land, the person who sold grain to all its peoples. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them. But he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? he asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. The ten brothers followed their father's instruction and went to Egypt. They joined the many people who were all walking to Egypt in the midst of the famine. When they arrived in Egypt, they were probably happy to know they would be able to face the governor of Egypt and talk to him personally. They had no idea this governor was their brother, Joseph. Joseph is now over 37 years old meaning it has been over 20 years since his brothers sold him as a slave. In Egypt, he dressed like an Egyptian, and he talked like an Egyptian, and quite possibly walked like an Egyptian. His brothers did not recognize him, but he knew who they were. Honest Men Genesis chapter 42, verses 9 to 23 Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. No, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. We are all the sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he said to them. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. But they replied, Your servants were twelve brothers, the sons of one man, who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and one is no more. Joseph said to them, It is just as I told you, you are spies, and this is how you will be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number to get your brother. The rest of you will be kept in prison, so that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If you are not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. And he put them all in custody for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this, and you will live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison while the rest of you go and take grain back for your starving households. But you must bring your youngest brother to me so that your words may be verified and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. They said to one another, Surely we are being punished because of our brother. 
We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we would not listen. That is why this distress has come on us. Reuben replied, Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you wouldn't listen. Now we must give an accounting for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph could understand them since he was using an interpreter. When Joseph saw his brothers, he gave them a test. He accused them of being spies. What was their response? They said, no, we are honest men. Were they telling the truth? Actually, they were liars who had been hiding a 20-year-old lie. Over 20 years ago, they lied to their father about Joseph. At this moment, they are standing in front of the one they lied about and said, We are honest men. They tried to make their story sound more honest and added they were actually 12 brothers. One younger brother, Benjamin, is at home and another, Joseph, is no more. Notice they did not say he was dead. Joseph says he wants proof of the younger brother and he puts the 10 men in jail for three days. The past comes back. At this point, what is the first thought coming to the brothers' minds? Their former sin. The memory of selling Joseph is so clear to them. They can still remember how distressed he was and how he pleaded with them to save his life. But they had not listened to him. They remembered this like it was yesterday. The memory is forever in their mind. And now, among one another, in the hearing of Joseph, the one they sold, they bring up a very old story. What do you guess are the emotions the brothers are feeling now? The bad memory still there. Unresolved conflict, unrepentant sin. You can hide it, but it is still there. Over 20 years later, and this memory is still fresh in these men's minds. They are still distressed, and they feel they are still paying the price and suffering the consequences for their sin. Joseph remembers too. What emotions does Joseph experience? Genesis chapter 42, verse 24. He turned away from them and began to weep, but then came back and spoke to them again. He had Simeon taken from them and bound before their eyes. He weeps, but he does not act towards his brothers in anger. At this moment, he actually has compassion on them. He releases them and only keeps Simeon. Simeon retained in jail. Why Simeon? What do we know about Simeon? He is the second born after Reuben. Reuben is the oldest. Simeon is also Leah's son. Simeon and his brother Levi were the two who killed all of the people in Shechem. At the end of his life, Jacob blessed Simeon in this way. Genesis chapter 49, verses 5 to 7. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their swords are weapons of violence. Let me not enter their council. Let me not join their assembly, for they have killed men in their anger and hamstrung oxen as they pleased. 
Cursed be their anger, so fierce and the fury so cruel. I will scatter them in Jacob and disperse them in Israel. Maybe Joseph kept Simeon because he was the number two brother, and the number one brother, Reuben, was the one who tried to save Joseph. Maybe Simeon's violent behavior is coming back to him. Nine heading home. Genesis chapter 42, verses 25 to 28. Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, to put each man's silver back in his sack, and to give them provisions for their journey. After this was done for them, they loaded their grain onto their donkeys and left. At the place where they stopped for the night, one of them opened his sack to get feed for his donkey, and he saw his silver in the mouth of his sack. My silver has been returned, he said to his brothers. Here it is in my sack. Their hearts sank, and they turned to each other trembling and said, What is this that God has done to us? When they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened to them. They said, The man who is lord over the land spoke harshly to us and treated us as though we were spying on the land. But we said to him, We are honest men. We are not spies. We were twelve brothers, sons of one father. One is no more, and the youngest is now with our father in Canaan. Then the man who is lord over all the land said to us, This is how I will know whether you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take food for your starving households and go. But bring your youngest brother to me, so I will know that you are not spies but honest men. Then I will give your brother back to you, and you can trade in the land. As they were emptying their sacks, there in each man's sack was his pouch of silver. When they and their father saw the money pouches, they were frightened. Their father Jacob said to them, You have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more, and now you want to take Benjamin? Everything is against me. Then Reuben said to his father, You may put both of my sons to death if I do not bring him back to you. Entrust him to my care, and I will bring him back. But Jacob said, My son will not go down there with you. His brother is dead, and he is the only one left. If harm comes to him on the journey you are taking, you will bring my gray head down to the grave in sorrow. Joseph allows the other nine to go, but he returns their money. When they discover the money, they are afraid. They know this could bring major trouble. When they arrive home, they tell their father, Jacob, everything. Everything against him. Jacob feels everything is against him. He has lost Joseph and Simeon, and now he believes he will lose Benjamin. Reuben as the firstborn son steps in and offers his own sons in the place of Benjamin. But Jacob will not give up Benjamin. He would rather leave Simeon in jail and face the famine than lose Benjamin. Jacob is not trusting God at this moment. He is looking only at his circumstances, his loss. He feels everything is against him. All of them feel they are in an impossible situation. Famine, loss of sons, 
memory of past hidden sin, fear, guilt, and shame are all over this story. Only Joseph knows the truth. Painful past. Have you ever felt like these brothers? You have something hidden in your past and it keeps coming up again and again. Do you feel like Jacob, everything is against you and you are afraid to lose more? We're in the middle of the story here. We're at the dark moment. There seems to be no end. Simeon is in jail for a long time. Jacob holds on to fear and it stops his family from getting more food and it prevents Simeon from being free. This chapter ends in a hopeless way. If we stopped here, we would be very disappointed. We would have no hope, no happy ending. Just one brother in jail, nine brothers ashamed, a father full of fear and grief, and a whole family starving. But there is one man who can change everything. Who is he? Joseph power to change. Joseph has the power to do something amazing with this family. But the family has to go through the dark time first. They're being tested. Joseph gave them what they needed for today, food. He even returned their money so the food was free. And now he is giving them an opportunity to put things right in the family. He is looking ahead to reconciling with his brothers. But they have to be ready to do this. It does not seem they are quite ready yet. They are still walking through this dark time and have not come to a point of repenting. To Joseph and to their father, they continuously proclaim, We are honest men, until they are willing to confess their sin, repent, and be reconciled, they will be in this dark moment. But the reconciliation and forgiveness will come. It is on the way. Jesus has the power to change everything. Maybe you feel you are in the middle of a dark moment too. And you wish you had a Joseph who could fix everything. Good news. You do. You have someone who is even greater than Joseph. Jesus will give you the food you need, the forgiveness you desire, and a new life. But you must come to him to receive. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.